This is Maggie Russell, Director of Access Services for the University Libraries. I'm thrilled to be back to introduce another episode of Checked Out, the official podcast of the University Libraries and TLT. So far, all of our episodes were stories from behind the scenes as our library staff pivoted to work from home. All the while, every department has done a wonderful job continuing to provide access to resources and support to our students, faculty, and staff in their research and teaching. Now, as we continue through July in phase two, we're ready to open our doors for the first time since March. Things are going to be different around here though. Safety is our single highest priority for both our users and our staff. But we've planned and prepped for exactly how we're going to offer our services in person again. Associate Dean Linda Kopecki will be on the show today with Sean and Sasha, giving a detailed overview of what users can expect when they enter our doors. Let me be the first to say, welcome back. We're really happy to have people back on campus and back in the libraries. Continue to stay safe, wear a mask, social distance, and wash your hands. I will be seeing you around the library very soon. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Maggie, for that introduction. Uh, as she said in said introduction, I am Sasha. <laughs> and I am Sean. Uh, we are your hosts of Checked Out, the University Libraries podcast. Uh, hope everybody is doing well. Hope everyone's healthy and safe because we're about to be seeing y'all soon. And I don't want you to. I don't want you to get me nothing. Don't give me nothing. I know. Uh, just we'll see you from six feet away. Yes. With proper safety precautions and masks. Correct. Uh, I uh, would prefer longer. Think if I had a football and just said "go long," that's ideal for me. I'm okay with six feet, but I would appreciate <laughs> a mask, and I would like it to match your outfit, or at the very least, be interesting. <laughs> just from my personal like. <laughs> At the very Preference. least, work with it. Go for a yeah. good neutral color. Yeah, I need I need some flair. I want I want it to pop. If you could get some sparkle on there, even better. So so are we doing an office space since it's going back to work? Can we have like like thirty seven pieces of flair on our mask? I mean, I already have thirty seven pieces of flair on my <laughs> lanyard, so I feel like it might clash. <laughs> okay, all right, but but if you can make it work, make it work. I mean, come on, guys. This is a chance to take your fashion from down low to up high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it to the next level. Don't hold back. Be brave. Go for it. So, I mean, if you guys haven't gathered already, yeah. uh, we're reopening. We are. As a Supposedly. library. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, Supposedly. We, we don't know what's going to change from when we recorded the episode and the intro to when it's posted. So if we see you in one year or in three years hello yes um you know your beard's gonna be so long in three years sean <laughs> i mean quarantine no, beard. I, I keep it trimmed <laughs> zz top style no i think if we go three years you just gotta let it grow out zz top style okay if we if we end up in quarantine for three years mm -hmm. when i come back i will have a full gandalf beard sweet i can't Promise. wait Promise. Although I but, don't want that to happen because I don't want being <laughs> quarantined for three years. Right, but <laughs> only if it's three years. So, like, if it's three, if it's two years and three hundred and sixty-two days. Nope. Then, then the day before we go back to work, I shoo it <sighs> off. 
And same thing. If it's three years and one day, I shear it off. Three I'm years gonna... to the day after I first started working remotely. St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. Uh, three years to the day, 2023. If I come back on that day, I will have a, a Gandalf beard. I need to go to Carson City really quick and talk to Governor Sislak. Um, <laughs> also, uh, we can on move this day, recording back. <laughs> also on March 17th, 2023, I will stand at the entrance to the Knowledge Center with a staff, and anyone that doesn't come in with a mask on, I will scream at them that they cannot pass. <laughs> You have okay. my promise on this. I'm so excited. <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen because I think we're reopening on July 6th of this year. I think so. As it stands, as we sit now here in our home offices. Yes. Yes. Uh, some of them makeshift, some real. What, uh, what are some fun things that you're going to miss about your home office, about working from a home office? Um, I guess I'm going to miss my dogs, although mm -hmm. one of them is really, really testing me lately because <laughs> he hates UPS truck drivers and they get a lot of packages. I am looking forward to showing off all the outfits I bought in quarantine. Um, <laughs> the ones that are work appropriate, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to like have two weeks straight of where I don't wear the same thing twice. So as, as long as it works with your mask, then your own criteria are satisfied. It will. I've, I've purchased masks to match outfits. It's a great. <laughs> so today uh, to, to talk about reopening and seeing all of you uh, lovely people again, we, we spoke to Linda Kopecki, our associate dean, and talked about some of the safety measures and the alterations, I guess I'd say, to services, um, you know, things you'll have to adjust to in order to come back and, and be safe. And again, this is just our first part of our opening. Um, this is the first phase for us because we're just coming back. We're getting used to stuff again, just like you guys are. So yeah, you got to give us a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be patient. Uh, don't do anything that puts anybody at unnecessary risk. Just be cool. Yeah, be cool, bros. Yeah, be cool. Stop. Be cool. Whatever you're going to do that's not cool, stop it. <laughs> be cool. Uh, <laughs> so uh, take it away, Linda, and whatever tense version of us. <laughs> yeah, because we recorded it in the past, but uh -huh. it takes place narratively in the future. It's like podcastception. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. We are sitting down today with our Associate Dean of Libraries and Teaching and Learning Technologies, Linda Kopecki. And we are here to talk about what everybody must be really excited about because we're reopening, guys. And yeah. I, I am stoked. <laughs> um, so uh, thank you for talking to us today. Uh, I guess the first question uh, I have, I feel like it's it's sort of a priority to ask because so many people are thinking about this before anything else when they hear we're reopening. Uh, what preventative measures are the Knowledge Center and De La Mer taking to provide a safe environment for users? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me today. No surprise, we are going to be a lot like your favorite grocery store if you've been to the post office of the airport lately. 
You'll see lots of Plexi. We should have all invested in Plexi stocks before this. <laughs> lots of plexiglass. Um, and also yells reminders for social distancing. So our major service points will have Plexi between the library staff and the users. And campus has given us really cute little paw prints to put on the ground to uh, give hints as to what six feet is for those of us who are still distance challenged like me. After seeing those at the grocery store all these months, I still am not quite sure. Let's see. <laughs> I always try to imagine a tall person between me and the person next to me and make sure like like two toddlers that's my distance there you go, there you go. <laughs> so we'll have some paw prints up and uh giving some some hints we'll also be having some signage just to remind everybody to have masks that's a campus requirement so um no surprise we'll have both library staff even though we're behind plexi we'll have our masks on and we'll be asking everybody who comes in to also have their masks on and then um, to follow up with that, this just popped into my head. You said this is a, a campus requirement. So what what happens if a, a user comes in and refuses to comply? Well, we'll have a couple of masks in case somebody, you know, walks all that way from the far parking garage and left their mask. We'll have a few on hand, but our budget's not gigantic, so we won't have a lot, but we'll have a few. Um, because I think people will certainly be willing to comply and at the stores and everywhere else people in Reno have been really great about that. If somebody needs something though and they can't go into the Knowledge Center, I think we will be out at that kiosk and we'll try to facilitate any way we can. So they need something picked up or retrieved, they need to access a computer, maybe we can find a way to bring a computer out to the Knowledge Center. The whole idea is that the building is reopened. We want people to use our services, our resources, our facilities. So we're there to make that happen, not to be a barrier. And it's also important to note that this mask mandate is not just for the campus. It's statewide now because Governor Sislak said so. Um, so. (laughs) He governs and He governs Nevada. I think sometimes people forget we're a state agency. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of the questions I had, because uh, I just am traumatized from having to do it myself uh, when I was a student worker, is cleaning keyboards. So are we going to be more frequently cleaning those keyboards than we used to in the past? Or how is that working? Yeah, good question. So the first thing is there will be fewer keyboards. So just (laughs) encourage people to sit further apart. We're going to be taking some keyboards keyboards away so that people will sit at a computer that has a keyboard that means you're automatically distanced and then we'll be keeping track you know not spying on what people are doing but spying on where they're sitting to make sure if somebody gets up we do go behind there and uh, and clean that space we're also going to encourage people to use wipes and their own hand sanitizer to be prepared just as you would at the grocery store um, you want to make sure that your own space is as clean as possible. So we'll be encouraging people to use hand sanitizer. We'll have it around the building. We'll have some wipes available. But we'll go behind them, too, and uh, be cleaning up periodically. Nice. That's good to hear. So how are users going to access our library resources? So what is that kind of going to look like coming back, opposed to fully online? We're now a little bit in person. Yeah, Chris, we still have millions of items available online, but sometimes you just need a physical item. So 
If you need a book, Knowledge Center still has a few million of those. First thing we want you to do is to ask ahead of time. Make sure it's available. And what we've found is that about half the time somebody needs a book, we actually have electronic access to that book. And we can just send you the instructions on how you can download it or otherwise, you know, get an e-copy of your book. But maybe you have some golden oldie, it only is available in paper. We still want you to request that ahead of time. What you're gonna do that's different, instead of coming to the access services counter and giving your name, we're going to let you know ahead of time that we're going to page that book for you. We're gonna be putting it into a locker down on the first floor. Um, people probably haven't even noticed them before, but at the entrance to At One, there's actually a couple big banks of lockers. So we're going to page the materials you ask for. We're gonna put it in one of those lockers, send you a combination, and let you know it's available to pick up. That's gonna be the same for pretty much anything that fits in a locker. So it might be a book, it might be something, maybe you uploaded a file to get something 3D printed at De La Mer. If what you need printing is available to fit, if it'll fit in a locker, you'll probably pick that up. De La Mer books and De La Mer printing objects um, in those lockers as well. Maybe something is a little bit too big, we'll let you know where to pick it up, which library, which service desk. So I think another big one that people always want access to are the anatomy models. So I have a feeling there might be some sad news with, with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, our staff, thank goodness, last year 3D printed those anatomy models. And when you go online, they're actually the renderings are really good. They're very clear. And uh, they know from having to clean those bottles with what, toothbrushes and every little nook and cranny <laughs> it is not uh, realistic to clean those bottles if we were to hand them out between people because they're popular. So for the short term, both the biology labs and the library, we're not going to have physical anatomy models. We're going to go with the electronic versions. Little tease to a future episode there, by the way. Ooh. Digital projects. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> so and then to follow up on that, uh, where should users go if they don't know how to access materials? I assume they, you know, you mentioned they can call and go to the website. How up to date is information on there? Yeah, so every day we are keeping things current and that's going to be changing, I think, fast and frequently. So check before you come because we don't want people wasting time. So call ahead and we will be as precise as possible with when things are available, where you're going to pick them up, what you're going to need. So make sure you bring those UNR Wolf cards with you because you're going to have to use it to get things checked out. Some things like the uh, things you pick up in a locker, we'll actually check it out for you ahead of time and then place it in the locker. So all that information, the best bet really is the website or to call. You can uh, call whatever department it is that you want services from or resources from, and they'll know whatever has changed that same day if something has changed. Otherwise, Research Help always has the virtual ch chat room and the email services, and they've been there all along answering those really good questions about how to get access to resources. They're still there. They're going to stay virtual for a while, so you won't see your friendly subject librarians face-to-face -face for a couple more weeks probably. 
And even if the question isn't about research, they're really good at delegating the tasks out there. So don't worry about it. They will get you your, your the question you have to the right person in a timely fashion. I've noticed that about them. As somebody who gets emails from them occasionally, I have to say <laughs> it goes yeah. smoothly. Pretty Smart quick. referrals are a, it's a good skill set to have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing yeah. when you come into the Knowledge Center or into De La Mer. When you come into the Knowledge Center, you're going to see us at the uh, information kiosk, and people there will also be able to either answer a question right away or get on the radio, find an answer for you. And that's changing too, correct? We won't be staffing with students during phase two, is that right, for the kiosk? We are hiring a few students back, but not the full number that you normally would see. So you might see a few new faces out at the information <laughs> kiosk. Um, those of us who are just there in person, filling in for a few hours. I think we've all been stuck at home for so long, we're desperate to see face-to-face -face people. So I know <laughs> I volunteered. Yeah. All right. So uh, you mentioned the locker pickup. You mentioned uh, uh, the plexiglass at the access services desk. How are our users going to check out materials? Um, is self-checkout still an option, et cetera? Yeah, the self-checkout stations will still be there for things that wouldn't fit into a locker, but I think most things will. For other things you might normally check out, like course reserves, well, those are going to be on hold for a while. So electronic reserves have always been available, and we're going to just up the game on that, scanning more chapters and more items for those course instructors to help out for the classes. What about like individual departments? Like we have places like Makerspaces and the Basque Library and um, Special Collections. What are their availability going to look like going into phase two? Well, I know the answer for today. I don't know the answer for tomorrow. Things are really <laughs> fluid. So that is absolutely one of those cases where we want you to call ahead because some of those things are available by appointment. Some things you can get to the location. As long as we know that you're coming, we'll make sure that it's not overrun with other people. So, you know, get your name in to get there first. Um, and other services will be still virtual or will pull resources and have them available for you to pick up. For things like the makerspace, people who've been already guests down at De La Mer know that sometimes it's a little tight there and you can't have a whole lot of people there and still do social distancing. So for some things, they're thinking about putting things available to just check out the tools so you can use them at home or some other place. Some services, unfortunately, will just be um, closed for a little bit longer. Things like maps, where you maybe in the past would have you know, spent hours looking through the maps to find your perfect one, we might for a while be asking you to let the librarian know what you're looking for, and they can just pull the ones that you're looking for. For things like 3D printing, and also some large-scale printing, you, you can already upload those files online and then De La Mer will do that 3D printing or at one will do that large scale printing, upload those files ahead of time. And then again, we'll let you know when they're ready. You can come pick them up. And then, so the other thing I'm thinking about is equipment checkout. I know Daniel's been manning that down in the at one since we started this. So that's, is that continuing somewhat to that same extent where it's by appointment and whenever you can? <laughs> yeah, by request for sure. Ask ahead of time. 
because equipment has been so popular. Mm -hmm. I'm actually using a borrowed uh, Knowledge Center faculty computer and headsets here to do this interview. So we don't have everything in stock, right? So you're gonna to wanna to call ahead, let us know what it is you need, and then they'll set up a time for you to come and pick that equipment up. But you're right, we've been loaning things all along. So even though the buildings have been closed, services have been going strong this whole time. All reasonable precautions to take too. So. Exactly, we'll be making sure things are cleaned as they come back. When I bring my computer back, actually there's a whole protocol for getting it both physically cleaned and also wiped so I don't bring a computer virus back to campus. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> That's you know, just we're, we're... what the pandemic needs is a computer pandemic now. <laughs> exactly. Uh. <laughs> so luckily, campus managers have really been thinking all of these things through behind the scenes. And I think overabundance of caution might be what we're, what we're doing, but we're just making sure that everybody is staying safe. All right. So I think this is this is the hard question that everybody needs to know the answer to is <laughs> when are we going to be open? What are our hours going to look like? How how's that going to play out in phase two? Yep. For the immediate opening, the plan, at least I say plan because things can always change. The plan is Monday through Friday, eight to five for both De La Mer and the Knowledge Center. You need to check with Sabbath because at medical school, they're on a different schedule and they might have some different hours there. But for the Knowledge Center and De La Mer, eight to five, Monday through Friday is when we're gonna have staff there. And as far as the building goes, only floors one and two are open, correct? Correct, to start off with for both De La Mer and the Knowledge Center, just the first and second floors. I know for the Knowledge Center, it's a pretty big place. So you can get a lot of people in there even spread out but let's just say people are so eager to come back to campus, we are just overrun with bodies needing computers or services. Well, then we do have plans in place. We can very slowly, we could open up, you know, floor three if we needed to. But um, we're only going to do that if we need to because it's easier to keep everything clean if we know where everybody is and they're not too spread out. That does mean that some of the services on three and four, like the faculty carols and some of those other stack areas, those are going to be closed for a while still. Yeah. Yeah, it's a necessary consequence, I think, in order to keep everybody safe. And we have specialty libraries on those floors too, right? Special collections, the Bosque Library. So for those, call ahead and either we'll get an appointment or more likely they will just find out what it is that you need and find a way to deliver that resource or that service to you. Perfect. I'm just going with people at service points are just so tired of seeing no one. They just want to see everybody. <laughs> and that's why you can't go on the upper floors. We just want to see people. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I work behind a closed door. I just want group hugs. Like <laughs> So, uh, all right. Well, thank you again for joining us and, and talking about uh, reopening. Hope, hopefully it allayed some, some fears or some concerns about everybody coming back to work. It will be nice to see people on campus again. The few mm -hmm. times I've been there and it's been empty, it's a little eerie. Yeah. It'll be nice to actually have bodies back on campus. Yeah. I, I don't know how I will adjust. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right, Sean, do you feel informed now? I feel informed. I feel reassured. I, I feel oddly calm. Yes, 
I feel like I'll be okay when I go back to work. <laughs> I feel I feel more at ease. Admittedly, uh, I'm I'm the person that's I am totally fine being in quarantine and not taking the chance. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like if we got to go back, it, it'll be okay with these precautions in place. Well, I mean, no offense to you, you don't have to deal with the public. So uh... <laughs> nope. But still. Sometimes I have to walk among them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel good with these precautions as someone who works a service desk. I think it's going to be a... It'll be different. It'll be interesting. But I think I'll still be able to help the people I need to help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. Still provide service. Still be there. While also possibly not catching the thing that kills us. I feel like it's reasonable for us to take some some preventative measures. I mean, I hope people feel like it's reasonable for us not <laughs> wanting to get. So, yeah, we're just hoping everybody is cool. Everybody understands what our safety measures are in place for and yes. that we are trying our best to help you. Trust me, I love answering questions. I love helping people find books. And I want to do that for you, but from six feet apart. Yes. <laughs> yes. And six I don't feet. want to have to touch something and then hand it to you. Yes. And I don't six want you to touch minimum. things. Six feet and give minimum. give it to me. Yeah. 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 I, I, like I've, I've said before privately, I would prefer the, the football go long version of social distancing. Pretend <laughs> I'm about to throw you a pass and go long. You know, you can talk to me from across the room. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm okay with six foot. As long as you're wearing a fly mask, it has <laughs> to look cool. I think I've been through this before. You got to look good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sasha's only requirement. Uh-huh. Health, health and safety and fashion. Fashion. Yeah. I mean, think of it this way. If you wear lipstick before, just put your lipstick budget into masks <laughs> because nobody's going to see the lip color you're wearing. Just Okay. You know, pro okay. tip. I had not thought about that aspect as someone that doesn't wear lipstick, but uh, wow. Really, you just, it's all about the dramatic eye this season if you needed the some fashion eye. tips. Yeah, because that's all you see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come into work with a third eye painted on my, my forehead. I mean, go for it. People just... will think I'm real spiritual. Drama. <laughs> all right. As always, your hosts today have been Sasha Slade and Sean Busey. Your guest today was Linda Kopecki, Associate Dean of Libraries and Teaching and Learning Technologies. Thanks, as always, to our Libraries podcast team, uh, Maggie Russell, Michelle Rebelletti, Luca Starmer, Jill Stockton, and Landon Renwick. And then a special thank you to Maggie Russell, who did our introduction today. Episode music was Better Days by Lewin Wilkstrom, courtesy of Universal Production Music. Thank you uh, for listening, and until next time, this is Checked Out, Checking Out. Why?
same old 